0: Hey, welcome back to my podcast, Living and Learning. I'm Reba McIntyre. Well, it's been a while since we've been living and learning together and getting into all the wonderful and challenging nooks and crannies of life, and it feels really good to be back discovering new things with all of you again. Today, I'm joined by the ever-so-talented CMA and Grammy Award-winning country music group. I'm going to call them a super group. Lady A. This is a trio that's really near and dear to me and one member I've known since she was a little bitty girl. They've got a brand new album out right now called What a Song Can Do. Hillary Scott, Charles Kelly, and Dave Haywood of Lady A. Can't wait to hear all about what you guys have been up to, so let's get into it.
1: This episode is brought to you by PNC Bank, who believes some things in life should be boring, like banking, because boring is steady, pragmatic, responsible. You don't want your bank to be cool or sexy. Sexy is for red carpets, not banks. That's why PNC Bank strives to be boring with your money, so you can be happily fulfilled with your life. PNC Bank, brilliantly boring since 1865. Brilliantly boring since 1865 is a service mark of the PNC Financial Services Group Bank. PNC Bank National Association, member FDIC.
0: Hey guys, so glad to see you all Hi. and together. Yes, yes we good are. To see you too. All of the podcasts we've done so far, we've been in separate rooms, off separate dip, uh, computers, and so it's good to see y'all together. Thank you. Where are you? We
1: are in Norman,
0: Oklahoma.
2: This is place called Oklahoma. Have you heard of it? <laughs> most
0: most open ground. Yeah. So y'all are on tour. How long? How long you been on tour?
3: So what is this? Probably are We're about halfway through now. Yeah. So this is our seventh week. Yes. Seventh weekend. Yeah. We're just. Wow. Fingers crossed. Every weekend we get to be out, we're like, all right, nothing Feel bad over. happened. Let's keep going. So, you know, because it definitely is, you, you know, you, a lot of restrictions and just hoping everybody stays, uh, so you can hear the back. I don't know if you can hear that background. Everybody's moving and load, loading in. Yeah. But, um, yeah. you know, yeah, there's just a lot a lot of moving parts and trying to keep everybody safe and, uh, you know, definitely trying to wear masks mask backstage just so we don't, you know, just trying to navigate this crazy new yeah. world we're in.
1: And still totally be able getting. to bring music. You know, to people, you know, and still oh, being yeah. able to bring it to them because we've missed it.
0: Yeah. No, they've missed it too. Do you know it's been a year and a half since I've been on stage? Oh my except wow. for the Grand Ole Opry. Yeah. Yeah. March 1st a year ago.
2: Wow. I mean, that was us until oh, about wow. a month ago. I mean, you know, we did the Grand Ole Opry a few times as well, but I mean, really when we kicked off the tour, I mean, that first weekend, it just fe- it felt like a holy experience again. You know, just that connection of watching people smile again and have some fun and laugh and cry and just all the emotions. So I miss seeing that, you know, face to face. So it's, it's a pretty, it's been a pretty, like Hillary said, grateful tour. I feel like it might be one of the more, if not most impactful and special tours we've ever done, just because it feels like it's everybody's first show back and everybody's first time kind of feeling that experience again, which, you know, you know so well, so.
0: I totally do. Well, well, good for y'all. Please stay safe and healthy. Let's uh Let's tell all of our listeners how we met. Hillary. I've known you since <laughs> you was a little bitty girl, because your mom and I were singing together, Does He Love You?, and she and your dad were out on the road with me, and we just loving life, having a great time. Charles, I think I met you at, I think, Blake and Miranda's wedding, wasn't yes. that right?
3: Yes, if, if that was your first uh, meeting with me, then you saw me in rare form that night. I. yeah. Uh, <laughs>
2: He's, he's lying. He's lying.
3: <laughs> I I have to admit. I mean, they had drinks everywhere at that wedding in the reception. Like everywhere you turn, there was a drink. And I'm not gonna lie, we had hung out. I'd hung out with a bunch of people at the pool all day before that wedding, and uh, I got overserved and I embarrassed myself. But we had a fun <laughs> night though. I remember at the end, we kind of we wanted the party to keep going, and you met us down there at the uh, that little bonfire. We were all out there. Yeah. I remember like Brandy Carlisle was out there and like. All these people, and uh, I mean, I was I was in rare form, but it was it was pretty cool. It was a fun night.
0: It was a fun night, Dave. <laughs> how about you and me? When did we
2: meet? It had to be around the same time. You know, yeah. my wife Kelly. You knew my wife Kelly for a number of years. She was at Warner Brothers, oh, very well. Um, and so um worked for us at
0: Starstruck for at a while. Starstruck.
2: Oh, wow. Yep, that's right. So um probably through yeah. my wife, which is she's in Oklahoma sooner. So I've been texting her all day long pictures of this. Glorious campus. She's su- super <laughs> proud of us uh, being here today. But yeah, probably through Kelly. I bet she
0: wishes she could be there.
2: She does. She does. She's got two little kids we're chasing around at home. So they got a lot of soccer games oh this weekend gosh. we got to keep up with. So,
0: how old are your kids right now?
2: I got a six year old, excuse me, seven. He turned seven he last came. week. Oh, wow. Um, Seven year old boy named Cash and uh, three and a half oh. year old uh, girl named Lily. So it's a, it's a, and we have a picture. I have a picture of you. With Lily at right after she was born, and it's like framed in our house. It's a really special photo. So thank Aww. you for that. Thank you.
0: You're very welcome. I never could get over how she never got sick during her pregnancy, and <laughs> and I remember when she had the babies, and it was just a really special time. Absolutely. And Hillary, how many do you have now?
1: I have three little girls, and oh, my oldest, you're blessed, Isley, just turned eight, and my, oh my twin gosh. girls are three and a half. They're a month. Younger than Dave's little girl Lily, so we've got a lot of <laughs> estrogen and a lot of feelings <laughs> and it is a lot of glitter and a lot of fun <laughs> yeah, love
3: it. too cute Charles how about you got one uh a little five and a half year old boy and of course he's the tallest in his class but he's of he's course. a he's a cute little kid he's he's got these cool little glasses and he's he's really smart he's uh I could tell like he's he's definitely I grew up the youngest of just like you know six siblings, so I was actually the youngest of four. Uh, and then um, it just—I I don't know—I feel like I didn't really express my feelings like he does. Like he's the only kid, and he's so like just smart and expresses himself. And he's kind. He's, kind. Okay. he's the opposite of Takes what after I was. His mother, is that yeah, what you're exactly. <laughs> That's kind of what I want to say. It's like he's the opposite <laughs> of me in so many ways. Um, but but it really sure is fun to watch him grow up. When
0: I was touring with Shelby, I had help. You know, I had a nanny out there. Cindy was with me all the time. And you guys, how do you juggle your family, your kids and touring?
1: Yeah, well, I think this year, because our tour started later, all of our kiddos were in school. So for me, when we got pregnant with the twins, my husband, Chris, who had been our drummer for seven years, stepped away and has been a full-time dad since right before the twins were born. So he is in full dad mode. He loves it. He's He was made for it. Yeah. I'm so thankful. And um, so he's been home. And then... We've been taking one daughter out on her own weekend for this tour, so we've been able to get some really good quality time with each daughter, which has been really sweet. So,
3: but we all have someone that that that, yes. that helps us in, yeah, um, either at
1: home or out here. Yeah,
3: that's been that really does oh, keep you to. sane because there's like a lot of times you like my wife will want to actually come watch the show and stuff, and so um we're pretty fortunate. But uh yeah. but yeah, I can only imagine. I don't know how 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 you know when you're up there. I mean, you have to have someone looking oh, after yeah. your kids, oh, obviously. Sure, yeah. So, yeah. um. You can't just lock them in the bus. <laughs> yeah, no, no
0: you. <laughs> Well, Dave, how about you? Do you get your kids out on the road a lot? You know what I brought? Kelly?
2: I did. Um, our three and a half-year-old, it was really her first time seeing us play. I mean, because we didn't tour like you oh were talking gosh. about. We didn't tour for the last two years, obviously, because of the pandemic. And then my daughter's three yeah. and a half. So mathematically, it was really the first time she'd ever come out um and seen us. And so the look on her face, my wife Kelly, they she took her out onto the lawn at the amphitheater, and she only made it through two songs <laughs> uh, because we, because we start at nine o'clock at night. But I mean, the look on yeah. her face was so cool. I mean, she'd never seen her dad like really up on stage, you know, when the lights go down and, you know, the sort of intro to the show is always kind of an exciting moment you plan. So Aww. watching her on video light up was like a really special, proud dad moment. That was pretty awesome to like have your kids there, kind of see what we get to do because... I mean, honestly, like my kids don't even know our old songs like Need You Now and Just a Kiss and American Honey. All my kids know are You Look Good, Like a Lady, Champagne Night. Current. Current stuff. So it's kind of funny. I put yeah. on Need You Now and they're like, X, no yes. skin, <laughs> <laughs> boring.
0: <laughs> Tough critics. Yes. Yeah. Oh, my. That is too cute. I'll never forget. I brought Shelby out on stage with me when he was like two years old. And he, he walked out and brought me a little hand towel for me to oh, wipe the sweat off my that's brow. Awesome. And all oh, the crowd just loved it and took pictures. And and after the show, I said, Shelby, you did really good. You want to do it again tomorrow night? He said, No, wet guam, do it.
3: <laughs> he didn't want to do it anymore.
0: That was all for him. That's hilarious. <laughs> that was
2: sweet. Hillary's kids have been the star of our show the last.
3: Yeah, yeah, when
1: they came Isley, out. yeah, Isley came oh, out on yeah. stage um, during a little acoustic moment in our show, and Dave hopped on the piano, and we just did a chorus of Baby Baby by Amy Grant, and yeah. it was the first time really on a microphone I watched my child just, like, rip it, like, find her, like, bigger oh. chest voice, and I was so proud of her, and she yeah. she was so excited to do it, and I mean— We don't force it. You know, it's one of those things where it's like music is in them and they sing all the time around the house. But you just never know Mm. when they get out in front of people if they're going to freeze or if they're going to just like go. And she went. Yeah, yeah,
0: she did. Oh, that is too cute. Uh I love that. Thank you. Hey, and guys, while I have you here, thank you all so much for coming to Washington, D.C. years ago to sing for me when I got to be a part of the Kennedy Center uh, honors. That was oh my
3: special. Gosh. That was a special for Our us. As, yeah, yeah, it was that was pretty cool. Just to look up to y'all are up there in the uh in the in the King and Queens uh spot Anthony. up there, like looking down. And <laughs> it was just so cool. I was like it definitely was one of those moments I was like, man, we've this is pretty this yeah. is pretty cool honor for us as well. I know that had to have been a huge honor for you.
0: Oh, huge! Well, did y'all get to pick your songs, or did they tell you what you? They I, think you to I think we picked. Sing? Yeah, it. I think we, we picked. picked it. Yeah, yeah,
3: yeah, we did. Yeah,
0: "Is There Life Out There?" there and "Greatest up? Man." Yeah. Y'all, boy, did a great yeah. job. Thank you so much Gosh. for that.
3: I, "Greatest Man" is like probably my all time favorite of oh. of yours. That floors me. You did me. such
0: a good job Thank on you. it. Well, speaking of songs, your new album is titled "What a Song Can Do." Tell me about why you chose this song as the album title, and what does it mean to y'all?
3: Yeah, yeah, we wrote it and it's it's basically just the power of music and how, you know, the song a song can make you feel so many emotions, um, you know, from from everything. I mean, from sadness. I mean, uh, songs for me, I mean, I can pretty much pinpoint when I listen to them like, "Oh yeah, this takes me right back to middle school. This is when I, you know, my first kiss or whatever, or all these different, yeah. you know, emotions." And so, you know, we wrote that um kind of about that, but it wasn't until afterwards that like Hillary goes, you know what? This is also like a love letter to the fans. Like what a song could do. It's what brought us out here doing this. Like the power of music has allowed us to see the world. You know, I'd never really been too far out of Georgia and it's like what a song could do. And it's, I don't know, it's such a strong kind of message. Um, and where we are, we just, like we said, we feel so appreciative we've been doing this now for 15 years. And it's like, gosh, I, I never thought we would we would get to do it this long. And so, I don't know. It just felt very uh, kind of present where we are. So we named the whole record that. And
1: And um, the tour. And
3: the tour. Yeah. yeah,
1: It's it's to the point now where we're, I mean, our fans, and you know this so well, it's just you you watch them grow up. It's like little kids who are now in college (laughs) that came to our shows when they were with their parents and now they're coming on their own. And it's just like, it's such a privilege to be able to, to be some part of of the soundtrack of of their lives, you know, and and I know that's how I feel yeah. about so many songs and artists that I've loved my whole life. It's just, it really is a privilege to get to to be a part of that. I
3: still feel like super. I mean, I feel like we're 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 fairly close, Reba, and we like to jab and and poke fun and at each other. But like, I get so incredibly like starstruck and slightly nervous when I'm around you, just because, again. I grew up like listening to your stuff, but it, it, it's, it's the truth. It's like, it, it is a weird thing, you know, how, how uh, like Kelsey Ballerini, when she came and opened up for us, she brought a picture of her out uh, from, fanfare. from Fanfare and it was her like as a 12 oh, really? year old, 13 year old girl. And I was like, oh my gosh, this makes me feel kind of old. But I was like, it's pretty cool, you know, <laughs> just the journey that, that it all takes.
0: How cute. I love her. Did you write every song off this album? Everyone but one. one. Except yeah.
3: one.
2: Except yeah. one, yeah. How do
0: y'all do that? Well, and, definitely
2: and, during a pandemic, uh, it was uh, odd. We can divide and oh, conquer, that's...
3: yeah. We, being in a trio, we can divide yeah, and Yeah, we didn't conquer. write them all together, but we <laughs> like there were several different ones, like um, Hillary, Hillary didn't write a, a, as much as, uh, as much as I will say, I, I I'm kind of one of those guys that just can't sit still. And so during the pandemic, I was losing my mind. And so, I mean, yeah. I was writing over zoom and all this stuff. And so I definitely wrote a ton, but then all of a sudden Hillary like was like, yeah, I just randomly wrote this song with some friends of mine the other day. See what y'all think. And I, and it was like a lady. And I was like, here comes Hillary. Doesn't write for like months and months and months and just drops these bombs on you yeah. that are just huge like that. And then another song that Dave and her wrote called Worship What I Hate and um, so Hillary's more like quality about quality over about, quantity. Yeah, thrift. Quality. And and I'm kind of yeah. more about like let's just write 60, 70 songs and hope that 10 of them, you know, are worth a crap. <laughs>
0: Well, do y'all do a The Democratic Way majority rules on yeah. which song you select for the album?
3: Yeah,
2: I, I, we've been pretty lucky, I'll be honest. I mean, I think since we started, I I, mean, I don't think we would have made it this far uh, as a band, to be honest, oh. if we didn't have that kind of sort of mutual agreement and same taste, really. Yeah. I mean, we, we really, when same. all three of us, you know, raise our hands on a song that's when we know it's something special. I mean, we've done that. I mean, American Honey was one of the first outside songs we cut and all three of us were flipping out about that. I mean, we've always been on the same page. I mean, obviously sometimes someone will champion something maybe a little bit more and just say, Hey, why don't we give this a shot in the studio? But, you know, for us to make it on a record, you know, put it out to radio, be playing it every night, we all have to be totally on board. Yeah. It's just not, it's just not fun. If well, we, you're not excited about we, it,
3: we lean on our, on our team a lot too. I mean, I, you know, we've, we've always been like, listen, I mean, you know, cause sometimes you get so in your head, like where you're, you're listening to yourself, especially if you wrote it and you think it's a smash. And you know, if you play it for 10 people and one, only one of them responds, it's probably not special. And so, I mean, yeah. I go back to thinking about needs you now. That was one of the last we had this little crappy work tape we had of that song, and it was one of the last songs we even played for our for our label. And um, and these two uh, these two girls in A and R, Autumn House and Melissa Spillman, were like, mm-hmm. "There's something in there," and we were like, "Really? I don't know." And she, they were like, "Just try it. Wow. Just work it up." And if it wasn't for that, if we had been, you know, just this dictatorship of like, you know, we pick the songs we never would have cut Need You Now. So I I think that kind of set us off to really lean in hard on our team. And Big Machine over there, um, Jimmy Harnon, I mean, he listens to every song we send him and immediately like responds back five minutes later. And I'm like, I've never had that close of an interaction with a a label head in my life. And it's been really cool. I mean, they're super passionate about our music. And you could tell when they raise their hand on something, like what a song could do was one of those where they all just unanimously like, that's that's the one, so, you know.
0: That's great. Do y'all do that same kind of process on other decisions? Like, do we want to play this show oh, or do yeah. we want to do this award show?
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, and, and a lot of it, too, what we've learned, and especially just because of hitting every major life milestone together, you know, throughout these last 15 years of marriage and children and, you know, just all of the different highs and lows, like, we have really made an effort to, to communicate as as clearly and as transparently as possible of just that work and life, like home life balance. And yeah. so we you, do. You have the
3: hardest load. I mean, being the female and, you know, it's just, it's just, and she's got the most kids. But I think it's easier for Dave and I because we're like, well, we know we've got our, you know, our spouses at home and the mother is at home. It's just a little different thing. You know, it's like kids can be away from their father and it's not as big of a deal. But for mothers, it's tougher. It's a different and board, so for sure. I will say, we've, yeah. You know, we kind of literally a lot of the times let Hillary, like, is this something you, you feel comfortable doing? You think we can do this? And then, you know, so, so I will say when it comes to a lot of those logistical decisions, it's kind of like, hey, if Hillary's in, I'm in, let's do it.
1: Well, and longevity is such a huge goal of ours, you know, wanting to just continue to do this and make music and play shows. And so we said it a, a few years ago, I think, when all of our kids were just young, it's like they're only little for – a little while. And then yeah. they're in school and they don't need you as much or they just need you differently. And and so, you know, I think we're we, we really looking at it as a long game of we might have to, you know, get creative with scheduling in these few years right now when our little ones are just really in those formative places. But then, I mean, we'll be good to go for forever, you know, and I think yeah. just keeping that communication open is what has helped us stay healthy um, as sure. friends and as coworkers and bandmates.
0: I've always wondered, people will ask me, if you couldn't have been a singer, what would you want to be? <laughs> but I'm going to say, if this ended today and you couldn't sing, what would you be?
3: Ooh, that's deep. That is deep. Well, I mean, is just retiring and being lazy and playing golf every day <laughs> an option? Cause that <laughs> was, that's kind of what I'm just going to do. <laughs> like, I'm like, seriously, I've, after this pandemic and stuff, everything's been so hard. I'm like, I just, I'm kind of what I, I kinda wanna like, just, you know go to Bahamas, write songs, enjoy myself and not have the stress of trying to... Because it's just such a... It's it's been such a head-jerky year. It's like, all right, we're ready to go. Oh, wait. Now there's another variant out there. Okay, we can't do this. Oh, we're ready to go. Oh, well now... You know, and then so it's it's this whole like knee-jerky thing. So I would probably go to the Bahamas and just write songs and...
1: (laughs) Take a sabbatical.
3: Take a sabbatical.
1: I think I would probably just focus on my little girls, my family, for the first little bit. And, you know, I... I've learned over this past year and a half that the happiest people I know in my life are forever students. Like, they're always learning something new. They're always reading a new book or trying something new. And so I think, I mean, maybe go back to school.
3: Wow. I don't know. Wow.
1: Like, I think I, because I'm halfway, I'm more than yeah, halfway. We forced her
3: to, uh, to, 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 to quit. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. I might
1: actually go a record back. record deal. Like one class at a time over the next few years, like, and try to get it, get it, get my diploma because wow, um, because I'm more than halfway done, and I'm like I can finish up. We
3: had gotten a record deal offer, and, and she was like, I don't know, my grandma's gonna kill me. I said, Hillary, we just got a record deal <laughs> offer. You're dropping out of school. <laughs>
1: she didn't talk to me for like a month, but it, she got over it. And once, oh she no. heard, once she heard
3: the first thing on the radio, it was all cool.
1: <laughs> was that Miss Rose? Yes. yes. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh.
3: how y'all yes. know you?
1: Oh, yeah. I mean.
3: Um, oh,
2: I was going to say that you've been playing Reba every oh, night on yes. stage. Carly
1: and I have been doing, we've done Does He Love You a couple Tries, times. Twice, yeah. And Carly's really? mom. Yeah. I'm you and Carly's mom.
3: Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> you got to send me a video. It's yeah. on, yeah, it's oh, yeah. online. I'll go to, uh, to I'll go on it. Yeah. Yes. Come
3: on. You I gotta, will get if, on if that. I'll on Get on if the web. You don't Follow us. Shame on you. Riva. Get on the web and find it. Yeah. <laughs> well,
0: I've been a little bit busy, Charles.
3: Yeah.
0: <laughs> That's what I was about to say. <laughs> Getting asked all these fun questions. Dave, how about you? What would you do?
2: Oh, my goodness. Um, you know, probably a bodybuilder or something <laughs> yeah, like that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, I don't know. That's I what mean, I would have he was for an you.
3: accountant before. I
2: was in accounting and like computer stuff, and I'm not, you know, very proud of back. it. You but wouldn't go back to that. I don't think I could go back. I don't think I could go back. I mean, I could find myself, uh, this is not trying to like pander, but maybe doing some philanthropy work or finding something to plug into that I don't know. I just think we're like at a phase in life too where giving back is really rewarding. And, you know, it's kind of like that sort of like second half of life where you want to yeah. sort of give. As opposed to just get get get, so I think finding finding a way to give back would would be something that would you know I'd want to get up for every morning.
0: Perfect. Well, that leads right
1: into your Lady A efforts that yeah. you're going to doing right now. Tell us about that. Yeah, we started um, Lady Aid ten years ago.
0: Yeah,
1: and it was just you know with within this country music community, it's like it's almost kind of a non negotiable, like your involvement with St Jude and with radio thons and and helping really people who need help and using our platform to do it. And so I feel like it was one of those things that not only did our parents instill that in us growing up, but I think when we became a part of the country music community, it was like, no, this is what you do. And and we were happy and willing and have loved it. I mean, I think some of my most favorite memories over the years, the ones that are the most like burned in my mind and and clear, are the things that we've been able to do, you know, philanthropically. And so we decided as a band that the one thing out of all of the the causes we wanted to to be a part of helping, it was children. It was children who are fighting illness. It was children having access to, you know, all of just their most basic needs on a local, national and global scale. And so um, that was really where it all started. And so we've been a part of um, a handful of organizations over the course of the last several years and, and a portion of our ticket sales um, go to the lady aid fund. And then we kind of yeah. give it away when, you know, at the end of every year, it's which needed. has been awesome. It's
3: it's pretty rewarding. Yeah, it really yeah. is. And it's grown a lot this year too. Yeah. I
2: mean, it's sort of been wonderful. Yeah. Kind of like a, you know, like a tithe for us on a ticket sale. We yeah. sort of, you know, have a small fraction of each ticket sale that we just set aside into this fund. And so, um, you know, and even, you know, recently, like for flood relief in Waverly, Tennessee, and just other things that pop up, you know, it's rewarding to at least have somewhere we can pull from um, and just direct those funds somewhere. We're doing some education scholarships uh, right now as well. And I don't know, it's just, it's fun to watch it grow. And, And like Hillary and Charles were saying, I think it's some of our most rewarding work. I mean, that's really... We feel blessed to have a platform. I know you feel the same way, and you want to do good, and you want to share positivity and love, and and you know share some light. So that's a it's a big priority for us.
0: I remember when y'all got together to form your group. I'm so proud of you. You're, y'all are y'all are grown up. You're, you're <laughs> adults. You're you're taking responsibility of things. When y'all first got started, did you think you would be where you are today?
3: I don't know. I mean, wow. you dream big. But I mean, I think, I don't know if I ever dreamed that we'd be playing like amphitheaters, you know? I mean, my big dream was, you know, to go and sell out clubs and just, you know, travel around. And, but we were also like, I'll speak for myself. I I, I was a big realist, you know? I'd seen kind of the history of bands is they last about seven years and they either implode or people just lose interest and um and so you know I, that was it was always in the back of my mind that you know all right we we've got a good 7 year run let's just you know let's just hit it as hard as we can and the fact that we're still here doing it 15 years later and honestly have way much more communication together and respect and a lot more in common i think too i think yeah. kids have done that it's it's kind of settled us down it's it's definitely, uh, you know, smoothed some of my edges off, uh, you know, that I've had over the over the years of this journey. And um, so I'm super proud of that. So, yeah, I wouldn't say I ever could have predicted that we'd be still doing this to this level 15 years later. I don't think I ever
2: thought about, you know, being able to go around the world and play country music. I know you've mm. done that a lot, too. Yeah. Isn't it mind-blowing when you show up in, like, the Netherlands or Germany yeah. and... People just love country music. I mean, that's been something that, you know, I guess I kind of thought in my head, maybe one day we'll be like this awesome regional band in the Southeast and we can play all through Georgia and, you know, where we grew up. But I mean, to to travel the world, I mean, Australia and Europe and um, we haven't been to Japan, but yeah. to hear about people consum- consuming your music is really wild. I mean, it's hard. Once Need You Now started taking off, I mean, that was just wild to watch the number of places that sort of took hold um, and just different markets. So that, that blew us away. I mean, that blew me away. That was probably the number one, like, wow, people are really listening around the world. And I
1: remember when we were in those initial conversations with, you know, our booking agency and management and promoters. And I mean, Reba, you, Kenny Rogers, Garth, Dolly, like y'all were the names that were brought up of how you paved the way, how y'all set out and went. I mean, I know my parents went on tour with you in Europe and in Australia, and it was like that was, you know, just it proved that that there was a fan base that yeah. was possible for country music, you know, around the globe. And so I just I as you were saying that I'm like it's because you did. Yeah, thank <laughs> it's you. Because you <laughs> went and and planted those roots um, with country music all over the world. Well, thanks. Yes,
0: be, and, and it just goes back to that song that you guys and the album "What a Song Can Do." Yeah, that just catapulted your career, and and then you follow up with another great song, another great song, and then you continue on. And to be able to see the world, it's it's such a gift. It is. Yeah, it
3: really is. And that
0: y'all are giving back, I'm just so proud of y'all. I can't hey. hardly stand it. Thank mm-hmm. you. It's a lot of fun. Stay tuned. After the break, we'll be right back with more. Hey, y'all! Want to play a game? Sure. All right. I love to play games. I, I'm, I'm into Rummy Cube right now. Oh, I me love too. For a while. Me too. Love we love it. My love wife it. and I play all the time. What is
2: the uh, Rummy Cube? Oh, oh yeah. It's uh, y- y- you kind of have these tiles. It's a tile game. Out. Yeah, oh, it's okay. a tile game. My wife and I play. You got like, all the time.
3: Yeah. Sponsored by Rummy Cube. Yes. Is there
1: money involved? <laughs> and if there is, Charles will do it. Yeah, I was about well, it could say, be.
3: If I can't bet on it, I'm not going to. Yeah. I'm not going to play it. <laughs>
0: Well, this game we're going to be playing is called The Lady ABCs. Oh, I got it. Okay. I'm going to ask you a multiple choice question, and each of you are going to tell me what you would pick, option A, B, or C. Okay. (laughs) Is that plain as mud? Oh, yeah. (laughs) Okay, good. The Lady ABCs. All right, here we go. You're on the road and you're hungry. What fast food is worth stopping the tour bus for, and what are you ordering? A, Chick-fil-A, B. In and Out Burger
1: or C. Sonic. Man, a. 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 But B is a ooh, close B's, second. B's B
2: close second, but especially yeah.
1: on the West Coast, In and Out. Depends what time
2: it. of night. You know, late at night, that uh, In and Out Burger. Ooh, mm-hmm. that one hits nice about midnight. Yes, true. after a couple oh, it's of drinks. Also
3: hit hit nice about <laughs> oh, three in the morning, boys. Really, too. <laughs>
0: You know what we used to do after we get out of out of the arena or wherever we were playing, get back on the bus. We couldn't wait for Larry Jones to say, all right, we're going to stop out here and fuel. Yep. Well, common sense would have said you should have fueled while we were in the yeah, concert. But yeah. no, we were thrilled to death he didn't because we wanted to stop at a truck stop yep, and yep. go in. And my favorite was a greasy Truck stop cheeseburger with fries. Oh, yeah. oh man! Oh yeah! Love, love, no doubt love, about it. love. Learned it after that show. Absolutely. No doubt. That was back in the eighties. That was back in the the good <laughs> old days when you can stop and have fun. And all right, here's your next one. You're down an internet rabbit hole at two o'clock in the morning. <laughs> How did you get there? A. YouTube. B. Netflix. C. Instagram.
3: A for me.
1: Okay. YouTube.
3: Yeah, I go and like watching old watching videos odds. of stuff.
1: Concerts and stuff. yeah all kinds of stuff mm-hmm. yeah. I would probably I would say Instagram,
2: yeah I'd, I'd oh. have to go I'd have to go YouTube. I'm on it too much I'll go YouTube, I mean, because the number, the videos they pull up to you're like you just can't stop
3: clicking, yeah, 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 yeah they know yeah. what they're doing behind the scenes. I went down into a a Michael Bolton YouTube binge the other night, <laughs> I don't know what made me do it. I was like <laughs> I was like. Because we had uh, during our uh, VIP oh, thing, I had mentioned it. she had mentioned me, you wanted me to sing Soul Provider. <laughs> and I don't know what made me do it uh, that night. And I like went down and I was like, gosh, Michael Bolton's one of the greatest singers of all time. <laughs> he
0: is. I love his I singing. Yeah.
3: <laughs> People like to hate well, him, Michael big,
0: Bolton. I'm a big Netflix person. I mean, oh, I, yeah? every time we go out to dinner with anybody, I'm saying, what are y'all watching now? Ooh, I don't uh, know I, what you're I, watching. I out in my phone.
3: Yeah, what, what are, are you, are you watching? watching?
0: Right now, we're watching Nine Perfect Strangers. Okay. Nicole Kidman's show. Yes, um, I love Ted Lasso, yeah. especially since he mentioned me on the show the other night. Oh, yeah. awesome. Um <laughs> uh, can't wait for Ozark to come back. Oh yeah, Succession. Mm-hmm. And um, damn, you're deep in everything. Peaky Blinders. You're really oh. into it. wow.
3: And I, I just got Peaky Blinders with, uh, is the is, is my jam. Oh,
0: love Peaky Blinders. Have you watched uh, Boardwalk Empire? I have not. That you was did. good I saw, one, too. Par- I saw most of old. it. That's yeah, that old. one's
2: HBO. Yeah, that one's great. Yeah. That's great.
0: And then we just got through with the two seasons of Mark Cherry's "Why Women Kill." Oh, I don't think that's on Netflix, but it's still good. Uh, all Ra- of these Ra- kind We need to talk about I how
3: mean- much TV or yeah, watching. Yeah, yeah.
2: She, so with- watch she, know. she knows how to watch
0: a lot of. She knows how to. She knows how
2: to dispose do. of a body. That's if, amazing. If I <laughs> <ever> <laughs> yeah,
0: hey, it's uh, it's uh, all for information and creativity. There and you go. Research, absolutely. Yeah, exactly. All right, here's a good one. If you could raid one of the following musical icon's closets, whose would it be? A, Dolly Parton. B, Elton John. C, Cher. Oh. Wow.
3: Lots of divas.
0: Man. So
3: i say, can I, can I choose neither? None?
0: <laughs> oh, now, come on,
3: Charlie. I would, I would say... say. Well, no, they all got, but I'm like, just being a. You know. I mean Elton John would be fascinating. It to would. That, that. he
1: would probably be my oh, choice. That's, yeah, just, be just out of choice. curiosity. I thought just were you talking
3: about to wear yourself?
1: Awesome blazers. Oh no, I would wear Elton John's oh, yeah. clothes. Okay. I would say Dolly's wouldn't fit me in a certain area. <laughs> so I'd have to not say hers. Um, and yeah, Elton John, the blazers, the feathers, yeah. all of like yeah. yes.
3: Just for sure. yeah, I'll choose that too. But I would do D if it was for me to wear. Tim McGraw. He always dresses so good. <laughs> so I'm, yeah, he's a great dressing. I'm choosing D, but uh, I'll go Elton.
0: <laughs> Elton John's sunglasses alone would oh, yeah, be a trip just to see how many he chooses from during the day to wear. Yes. E- even at performances, much less throughout the day. <laughs> yep. Yes. All right, here's your last one. You have to cover one of the following artists' song at a sold-out Madison Square Garden show. Uh-huh. Which artist would you choose and what song would you perform? A the Eagles B Harry Styles C Johnny Cash
3: Ooh. Probably A we do a lot of the Eagles yeah. yeah I'd say we're we're really influenced by them
1: Yeah that was your first concert
3: That was
2: my very first concert was the Eagles Yeah I mean I I think I mean we've done Take really? It Easy Yeah it was that's a pretty solid first concert um but yeah I mean Whoa. we we I don't know we try to emulate so much of their harmonies and the style and musicianship um yeah, you do a but good job. We of that. could get down with some watermelon sugar, though. Oh yeah, <laughs>
1: adore you. I love Harry Styles. Yeah, yeah. Charles, who
0: are you?
3: I was A all the way. Yeah, I mean, I love all those artists. Eagles, okay, but all Eagles, of you We, like we, the we Eagles. would definitely have a lot of yeah. that.
0: Me too. Hillary, who was your
1: first concert? It may have been you. I was, about to say,
0: <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking it'd be you too, because you were a little. She's bit staring wrong. at her first concert. I mean,
1: I feel like I have a picture of when I was a baby, and Mom, I think, must have. Booked a festival that George Strait was headlining, and there's a picture of him holding me as a baby. So, but I, but the first show that I remember, the first show that I remember is the tour where the band came out in a taxi cab and you came out in Uh a jet and on the runway in the arenas. What was the name of that tour? I can't remember the name of it, but and it was when Fancy. You, like you had a decoy fancy. It was the one of the biggest craziest shows of I that to say, I've ever what kind of, seen. Y'all had
3: buku budget. It was, that tour.
1: and <laughs> that is the show that I remember. Like I'd say ninety six. Yes. Yeah. Ninety five or six. And when he thinks his name Those is John, fine. there was the big quilt that came down. Like there was like yeah. all the names of of people and that what that song means. And um, yeah, yeah, that's the one that fans. I remember.
0: Yeah, that was a great one. That was, I don't know how many clothes changes that was. 10 oh my dancers gosh. flying everywhere. Yes, and ah. trucks. So much
1: fun. How many 18-wheelers did y'all have? I mean, y'all had to have had 20. We
3: had 21. Oh, my gosh. Uh, wow. How trucks. do you make any money with 21 trucks? Those are the oh, good ones. we didn't old... make a dime off that. The, <laughs> well, the 90s. well, we look good. Yes. The, 90, <laughs> the 90s were, though, that was the, the, they always say that like album sales. I remember when we first came out and they were like, oh, my gosh, need you now. They are like, if this was back in the 90s. Y'all would have sold 40 million. Uh, It was like, I was like, don't tell me that. (laughs) That was when like you guys, Garth and it was like, y'all, if you came out with that album, it was like first day, million records. Boom. It's amazing. And now everybody gets it for free and you're lucky if you can sell. Yeah, exactly. Sell a hundred.
1: And I remember too, I don't know if it was that tour, but, but Red Akins opened up.
3: Oh, that's great.
1: Mm-hmm. I remember, and then I remember the co-headline, the Brooks and Dunn co-headline tour that y'all did. That was so good.
3: That was fun.
1: I mean, y- y'all, you truly, some of my most favorite shows. I mean, its they're just, they're the best. Thanks. Thanks so much. Absolutely. It's been a lot of
0: fun over the past 40,000 years of getting uh. to perform and stuff. Well, I hope y'all have a, a, another 40, 50 years as long as you want to perform. I hope that's as long as you get to. Thank yeah. you Thank so you. much. Best Thank of luck you. to you. Stay safe. I love all three of you and your families, and give your kids a big hug for me. I will. And thanks for joining me today.
1: I really we appreciate love you. It. Yeah. We love you. Love you. Love Let's you. Let's so get much. some Rummy Cube on on the calendar. We'll all have a no, match.
2: I'm intrigued. now. it's so fun, y'all. I'm we'll telling have a tournament. You. Yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> hey, when
0: y'all get on stage tonight, tell everybody in Oklahoma hi for me. We'll do it. We will. We will. will. We will.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. All right. Love you, you. all. Stay Thank safe. Y'all.
0: Thank you. Bye. 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 Oh, man, that was fun. I love those three wonderful people. Well, that wraps it up for this segment of Reba McIntyre Living and Learning. I hope y'all were entertained, learned something, and uh, just totally understood why we love the music business as much as we do. I pray that you're safe, healthy, and happy, and continue that way. And we'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Well, thanks for listening to Living and Learning with Reba McIntyre. A Spotify original production. Our lead producer is Dylan Rupert, with producer Baron Farmer. Our executive producers are Gina Delvac, Yassi Solick, Danny Trebatch, and Justin McIntosh. Editing by Cheryl Crosby. Original music by Doug Sizemore. Special thanks to Leah Edwards, Robert Adler, Casey Simonson, and Kyla Canero. I'm your host, Reba McIntyre. Follow us only on Spotify.